Bible prophecy is literally being fulfilled every day before our very eyes. What does this mean? How can we learn more? Find out today on A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Bruce here with Joe Kerr, and today we have the opportunity to talk with Jan Markell. Jan Markell is the founder and director of Olive Tree Ministries and host of Understanding the Times, a national talk radio show heard across the U.S. and internationally on over 830 stations. In fact, Jan has authored eight books and written over 300 articles with her books selling over half a million copies. Jan, welcome to the program today. Uh, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Well, we love having you with us, and we're very excited about an upcoming event that you have called the Understanding the Times Conference. It's known as the largest Bible prophecy of its kind in the U.S., and this year marks the 23rd conference. So today, we just want to give you the opportunity to tell us a little bit about the conference, what to expect, who will be there, and what we should really be looking forward to as we talk about Understanding the Times today. Sure. Um, I started the conference activity in 2001. And uh, you're right, this is our 23rd, and I call it Understanding the Times because um, basically um, I'm trying to get Christians who, many of them are in churches that no longer will touch on the theme uh, that the King is coming, and for, for that's probably another program, but the reasons why the churches have dropped this topic are legion, and it's probably the tragedy of my lifetime having grown up in a church that talked about eschatology on a regular basis, and now, a few decades later, it's a topic that where folks just don't want to go there. And I think they fear being identified with some of the fringy people that have tarnished it, such as Harold Camping. And I think a lot of pastors aren't trained in their seminaries to deal with end-time issues. So it's just dropped. And as a result, we get thousands of people who are kind of uh, going across North America, including Canada, attending these kinds of events that help them understand the times, contend for the faith, and become watchmen on the wall. And so we've tapped into that little niche audience, and we have roughly 4,000 who attend each fall here in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area this year. It is Saturday, September 21st. Jan, you've covered a lot of ground in 23 years of doing this. Uh, what's the theme of the conference this year? Give us an idea what the different speakers will be talking about. Well, I know um, at least at least two are going to be talking on the rapture. Uh, now, exactly, and it'll clearly be pre-trib rapture, but just uh, I know Jack Hibbs is going to be talking about the importance of Christians embracing this whole theology of of the rapture and how that changes our life. And I believe uh, Dr. Robert Jeffress is going to do that as well. And I think uh, even J.D. Farag may go there, though I think uh, J.D. Farag is also going to touch on um, end-time fatigue and how some Christians are, um, let's just say, growing weary. They're growing weary of waiting, and they're growing weary of watching. And what they're watching are the headlines and the stories around the world that are indeed heartbreaking because the birth pangs are ramping up 
and that means stories are troubling, uh, but all of this is part of things not falling apart, but rather falling into place. Yeah, so I love how you talk about things falling into place. And as you do this each year, you notice certain trends that develop from year to year. And as you look back over the past year of prophecy and the events that have been fulfilled and are being revealed before us, what are some of the most significant things that have stood out in world events since the last conference? Well, that's really a good question. And I I actually was um, pondering that before we got connected here. And, you know, there are so many things that are going on. A lot of these things that are predicted for the last days are really tribulation events, but even tribulation events are casting a shadow right now and into the church age. Right. And I think one of the most obvious, simply because it's still fresh in the minds of a lot of uh, listeners, is the increase in evil and the increase in violence. And... Of course, in Matthew 24, which again is tribulation-oriented, Matthew 24, there's the reference to the return to the days of Noah, but like everyone says, if in fact there are tribulation events that are kind of uh, casting a shadow, best best term I think, is casting a shadow into the church age, then how close are we to the tribulation and the pre-tribulation rapture of the church? And we have the reference to the days of Noah. In the last um, month, we've seen, again, the increase of some of these terrible shootings, which to me, I'm surprised there aren't more. And I think, um, as Mark Hitchcock said on a radio taping I did here in the last few weeks, he said the demons of violence have been let loose. And I totally agree that I think that's one of the most stunning things that's going on here as we um, are heading in a little bit in towards the end of summer here of 2019 is that I think that the violence, the just the rise of evil, I mean, I could give a whole 60-minute message on the rise of evil, but it's too, it's too grim, so I'm not going to go there. But our only point is this is all prophesied, and, and we just see it. And I think the angle that all of the media are missing in this rise of evil and violence is that so many of the perpetrators, and many of them are young men, and many of them are tapping into the dark side. They're either into Satanism or they're into rock music, which is an offshoot of uh, all things dark. It's rock music, the bands, the words they're singing, and the sentiment behind these rock bands. And to me, it's, it's quite terrifying. But until churches and ministries start addressing the rise of evil, to be careful of the video games, but even more than that, be careful of the words coming out of these bands that are uh, very demonic and very satanic. Uh, I think we're going to continue to see, particularly young men, uh, continue to do what we saw here uh, during the month of August with some of the shootings, some of the violence, some of the rise of evil. And then when you read these guys, some of their social media comments, You know, you wonder why on earth weren't there some warnings going out that these guys should have been being watched. I mean, they brag about what they're going to do. That's exactly right. And I think so much of what we see in our culture today is connected with spiritual realities that we often ignore. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about these. So stick with us here on A View from the Wall.
from I Am a Watchman Ministries. Here's today's I Am a Watchman Minute. For years, the Farmer's Almanac has speculated about the next year's weather. Every day, meteorologists make weather predictions. Financial analysts often forecast changes in the market. These forecasts and predictions are sometimes accurate, but there's an information source that is much more certain. It's the Bible. Bible prophecies are not sometimes true. They are always absolutely true. There are more than a thousand prophecies in the Bible, and as no Bible prophecy has been shown to be in error, we can therefore have absolute confidence that the 100 or so prophecies yet to be fulfilled, including the rapture, will unfold exactly as predicted in Scripture. Visit imawatchman.com for an abundance of free information on the important topic of Bible prophecy. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. Iamawatchman.com. A view from the wall comes from I Am A Watchman Ministries, established to help individuals know the love of Jesus, enter into a relationship with Jesus, live for Jesus, tell others about Jesus, and prepare for the imminent return of Jesus. We want to inspire the body to live a life of meaning and purpose. And at the coming judgment, hear the Lord say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. The wise will strive to live well so that they can finish well, The prudent will work to be aware of what God has done and what prophecy notes He will do in the days to come. In support of these goals, the I Am A Watchman ministry is happy to make available at no cost a wealth of discipleship, prophecy, and spiritual growth resources for those who desire to learn and those who are called to lead. Find out more by visiting our website, IamAWatchman.com. That's IamAWatchman.com. Welcome back to A View from the Wall. We're joined today by Jan Markell with Olive Tree Ministries, and we've been discussing Bible prophecy and perilous times. If you look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Apostle Paul addressed this long ago when he said, Understand this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving. Does this sound familiar with anything in our culture? And you look at the end of that passage, it says, from such turn away. Well, unfortunately, this list sounds like a description of what many news headlines look like today. This new normal that we're seeing in our own communities where you fear going to Walmart or going to a movie theater or going out in public because of what may happen to you. How is it that we should respond as a church to this new normal we see in our society? Yeah, and I think a point that we need to really take away from that verse within 2 Timothy 3, those verses are addressed to the church, and this is a church-age phenomenon, and therefore, when it's obviously a church-age event, we really need to be paying attention to, and you know, it's a little bit heartbreaking because it was written to uh, to the church as well, and here, churches are going to be focused only on self and money and are going to be disobedient. To, I mean, the, 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 the outline of character there in Second Timothy 3, it's shocking, and it's addressed to church people. It's not even really addressed to the world. It's addressed to church people. And in the same context there in Second Timothy 3.13, then you've got a rise in wickedness. Well, again, 
this is telling church people, look, be aware of these things. Uh, not only are you going to see these things increase, but if they're going to increase in the church. To me, I, I find that hard to wrap my brain around that um, we're talking about the church uh, actually participating in the rise of evil and wickedness. And then another verse in there is not giving heed to sound doctrine and having a form of godliness. So again, it's addressing the church. In the last days, you're going to have only a form of godliness. And if that doesn't talk about today's Laodicean church, 2019, the Laodicean church, I don't know what does. It's right there in Second Timothy 3. And I just taped a radio program with Gary Fraser, Laodicean Lies. Um, in my lifetime, this is the biggest change um, in the church. In my beginning days in church, very sound, very solid, very doctrinally sound today. Uh, the primary email coming into this ministry is, where can I find a solid church? I've tried every church in my town, and I cannot, uh, can't plant myself there because of the many problems. All we can do is be salt and light and try to delay the decay. That's a good way to put it. There's one evidence of that decay in society today. It's that view that human life is just disposable, even cheap. We see that in the abortion debate, but also we were talking off the air about these frequent mass shootings and they're becoming more frequent. How does violence fit into the perilous times? Um, again, I think we have to go to the uh, reference in Matthew 24, where it says that the last days will be as the days of Noah. Um, and the primary characteristic of Noah's day was violence. I think it was probably also perversion. But remember, in Noah's day, they didn't have the internet, they didn't have electronics, so you couldn't spread the message the way you can now with the click of a mouse. So again, I think if that is ultimately fulfilled in the tribulation, and we see it beginning now, then how close is the pre-tribulation rapture of the church? I, I maintain it is absolutely not any day, I'm, I believe it's any minute that the rapture of the church is going to take place. It's just, in Noah's day, God said enough. He said, I'm disgusted with mankind. He said, I'm even sorry I made you. And he saved eight people on a, on an ark. I'm, in our day, he's going to say, I've had enough of transgenderism. I've had enough of homosexuality. And I'm going to remove the church. I'm going to take the church to heaven. And I'm going to judge the earth, and I'm going to, frankly, destroy the earth, and then we're coming back in the millennium to establish the millennial reign of Jesus Christ on earth for a thousand years, followed by the new heavens and the new earth, and that's a whole other program. So that's what I see happening, is the issues of the tribulation are manifesting early shadows today. Well, look at this passage in Matthew 24 that you talked about, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Verse 38 in that chapter talks about, In the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. So it's going to be sudden. People won't be prepared for it. 
And I think that's one frightening aspect of it is just like you talked about today, there are many people who are living lives as if nothing is going to happen. And then suddenly there will be this huge shock that comes across our world at the time of the rapture. So just speak a little bit about that concept before we go to break that uh, many people are not prepared. They're not looking. How can we help people to see what could be coming ahead in the future? A lot of people I know, it's kind of tragic, get disengaged from what's going on in the world. Um, It's too troubling to them. They no longer want to keep up with the times. Let's remember the sons of Issachar were men who understood the times. And so God wants us to be in tune, to understand the times, to um, actually, you know, whether it be through the Internet or however we choose to keep up to date with what's happening in the world, we can't push back against the darkness if we don't know what the darkness is. So I am a big proponent of not disengaging, but I hear from a lot of people they no longer will pay much attention to anything they're following some good youtube teachers that's great and i think you can stay up to date by doing things like that but let's not unplug too much because then we can't be salt and light and delay the decay if we're going to tune out too much so i'm not a big proponent of uh, tuning out dropping out and things like that i really think we need to stay engaged stay up to date Well, that's such a good way to put it. It is a spiritual battle, so we don't give up. We need to stay in the fight. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this on A View from the Wall. The I Am a Watchman ministry is supported by people just like you so that we can continue in our call to encourage, disciple, educate, and bring people from all tribes and tongues into a right relationship with Jesus. The I Am A Watchman ministry desires to reach the lost, encourage and equip believers, and prepare for the return of the Lord. There's a great need to share truth and disciple believers. Most in the Western world are not strong in their faith. Billions in Africa and India and in Arab and Asian regions are lost or persecuted for their faith. We want to reach them and equip them. Our vision is to facilitate the multiplication of godly leaders, watchmen around the world. Free I Am A Watchman resources have been accessed by individuals in more than 160 countries, but there's so much more to do. Please consider becoming a prayer and financial partner in this good work. Visit IamAWatchman.com to find out how. Understanding the Times 2019 is around the corner, Saturday, September 21, just outside of Minneapolis. Do you have your tickets yet? If not, call the Brush Fire Agency at 1-888-338-5338. That's 1-888-338-5338. Or just go online to brushfire.com. We are selling general admission tickets for $25, and that includes a lunch. Speakers include Dr. Robert Jeffress, Amir Sarfati, Pastor J.D. Farag, Pastor Jack Hibbs, Jan Markell, and Lori Cardoza-Moore. Come and meet 5,000 like-minded remnant believers on Saturday, September 21. Learn why things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place.
Welcome back to View from the Wall. This is Dylan Burroughs with Joe Kerr. We've been talking with Jan Markell. And I think it was Dr. Gary Frazier who was on your program recently, Jan, and he remarked that someone once asked him, wouldn't it be exciting to live in those Bible times? And he replied to the person, we are living in Bible times. And I thought that was so insightful that these are the last days. These are the Bible times. And I want to get to that positive aspect as we talk in this last segment. Talk about how these can be exciting days for Christians who love Bible prophecy. Well, I just think we're seeing the um, many things that have been predicted for the end of days. Not all of them are, are all that pleasant, but nonetheless, they're foretelling and they're foreshadowing of the return of the Lord and the rapture of the church. And that's what the Bible calls our blessed hope. And if there's anything that can be foreshadowing the soon return of the Lord to meet us in the clouds, um, I think that's the best news there is. I mean, I've grown weary of this planet. Now, having said that, I know there are just tons and tons of people who, they want to cling to Earth. They want to, you know, live their full life. I, I get that. They want to see kids and grandkids grow up. I mean, I, I guess I kind of get that. But we have waiting for us such a glorious time in eternity. Um, I just did a program with Mark Hitchcock. Uh, on the Bema Seat, the Judgment Seat of Christ, and how we get our rewards at the Bema Seat or the Judgment Seat of Christ, we're handed our rewards that we are going to take into eternity with. Um, and that's just kind of an awesome thought. That Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, uh, yes, he's going to talk to us about some things we kind of messed up on as believers, but in the end, he gives us rewards that we and crowns that we carry into eternity. And then we serve in the millennium based on what we did here on Earth. So, I mean, I think that's really exciting news. I just think that we have to be eternity-focused, an eternal perspective. If we're going to have a perspective uh, focusing on life as it is today, it's a broken planet, it's a sinful planet, it's a cursed planet, it doesn't work very well. And therefore, um, to get real excited about living on this uh, planet may not be the better part of wisdom, uh, but I do think if we get up each morning and ask, you know, how can we win the loss uh, to salvation, that's what we're called to do. Dylan and I will be at the Understanding the Times conference September 21st. We're looking forward to broadcasting some from the conference. If there are still tickets available, how can people get more information, Jan? Yeah, thank you, uh, Joe, for mentioning that. And there are tickets available. We are selling about 5,000 tickets, and we do have, I believe, at least a 1,000 left. If they would just go to olivetreeviews.org, that's views as in viewpoint, olivetreeviews.org, and just go to our conference page, and that'll take you uh, right over to the Brushfire Agency. You can go to brushfire.com as well. Um, and I'll give a number for tickets. That's 888-338-5338. And they're, they're $25. That includes the lunch. Our speakers include J.D. Farag, Amir Sarfati, Jack Hibbs, Dr. Robert Jeffress. I'm hoping to give a presentation myself. We'll have a Q&A. Uh, I just think that there'll be a ton of information on what on earth is happening in our world. And um, is there a countdown? through the end of the church age, you bet there is, and we're um, we're at the end of that countdown. 
Jen, you know, we begin with the list of violence and hate and evil that characterize these last days. You know, we like to end each program with a word of encouragement and challenge to the watchman that you mentioned at the beginning. What is a watchman's duty in the truly perilous times we're living in? Well, I believe um, the first call to every believer is to spread the good news, spread the gospel, to uh, share the gospel, to find the lost, to uh, witness to the lost, and to try to bring them to faith. So that's really what our assignment is. And I also think that we're to contend for the faith. The church is, is riddled with deception, so we're called to contend for the faith. That's Jude. And uh, I think each individual needs to be looking up. We, If we look around, we're going to be pretty depressed. If we look up, I think we're going to be pretty encouraged. And again, by looking up, I mean, let's look at the signs of the times and how they're manifesting and how every sign of the time is telling us the king is coming perhaps today. And that's what I'd like to leave with your listeners is that encouragement that the king is coming. Um, I appreciate Amir Sarfati and his book. And he's titled that, that's his first book, The Last Hour. We don't believe it's really the last uh, few decades. It's certainly not the last millennium. It's not even the last days anymore. It's the last hour. So I really think we need to be about our Father's business, and I hope your listeners are doing that. And those are great words of insight, and it makes me think of Dr. John Walvard, who was the president for so long at Dallas Theological Seminary, and I had the opportunity to spend some time with him before he passed to be with the Lord. And even in his last days, when his body was waning, but his mind was still strong, he would say, it could be today, it could be today. And he lived like that up until his dying breath, and it's such an encouragement to all of us to do the same. I think of the end of 1 Thessalonians 4 that says, so we will be with the Lord forever, therefore encourage one another with these words. For believers, these words are encouraging. They're not scary. They are things that we have to look forward to. Glory with the Lord forever. And we just thank you so much, Jan, for being with us and reminding us of the importance of these things. We have just a couple of minutes left, and I do want to give you one final opportunity to invite people to the conference, any encouraging words about bringing people to the event, and maybe also mention the live stream for those who can't attend. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, again, the date is September 21st, Saturday, September 21st. It's in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, which is a suburb of Minneapolis, uh, Grace Church, Eden Prairie. And we are offering the live stream that day. You just go to my website and you'll see the, you'll be directed. If you'll go to olivetreeviews.org, there's no cost for the uh, live stream. And not only will there be the six uh, speakers and Q&A and all of that streamed, but we'll try to have some interviews of our um, guest speakers as well between the speakers. So it will be one whole day of great information for you. It'll be available online afterwards as well. And I just, again, I just encourage folks to, again, I said it earlier, but to not disengage, but to really try to, again, be like the sons of Iskar who understood. God was pleased with the sons of Iskar who understood the times. He doesn't want us dropping out, tuning out. Um, He wants us to be engaged with the culture, and we can only do that if we are really tuned in. Tuned in, you know, programs like yours, programs like mine, some of the conferences that we have across the country that are so helpful, and there are several of them that are doing a great job. So, again, thank you for what you guys are doing. We do appreciate it. Well, again, thank you, Jan Markell with Olive Tree Views. And again, olivetreeviews.org to get more information about her ministry as well as the conference coming up in September. Thank you again for being with us here on A View from the Wall. We look forward to being with you next time. 
A View from the Wall, in association with I Am a Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.